A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me as always is member of the Fellowship of the Ring, Mr. Connor Lawler. <laughs> My precious? He w- he's not a member of the Fellowship, he's Connor. We've been through this. Fuck it, he's not a member. Um, oh, no, which one can no. I be? <laughs> you can be Gimli. You can be Gimli. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can have my axe. That's what yeah. I should have said. There we go. He, he, he direct quoted there, lad. So we're all good. <laughs> um, so, Connor, what is Hero or Zero for those that are not aware yet? Hero or Zero is a show where we choose one comic book character every single week and we talk their good points and their bad points and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC. Sean normally chooses Marvel. And last week, I chose a dog shit character, but it's still better than all Marvel characters. I chose Bouncing Boy, right? Not right. to create a divert, like, a bit of, you know, dissent here. Yeah. But I'm just saying everything you love is shit, that's, and everything see, I love dissent. is great. What you've done there is you've sowed the seeds of dissent, Connor. <laughs> I feel like a Facebook comment section. <laughs> just full of vitriol and hate. <laughs> so, Sean, it is your week to choose a Marvel character. I, I will put my hatred on the back burner and just allow you to talk about some character or something. Well, I think, and we'll see how it goes. I think you might find this one interesting, Connor, because I was looking through maybe Marvel characters that might be a little bit unknown, and I came across one, and specifically... You might like this, because oh. I am going to be covering Scarecrow. Well, sorry, uh, is that you're after choosing a character that's DC shot? This is actually embarrassing for you. I'm no, kind of Connor, 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 Connor. Go on. Marvel also have a Scarecrow. Uh, here we go, robbery. <laughs> robbery is always <laughs> go on. I don't know who came first. I actually couldn't find the date of the first introduction of this character. Um, It'd be so, mad if the Marvel one came first. Will I try and find out live here on the show? Yeah, because I think that's mad if that one came first. But also, I know I'm playing a character right now, but in comic books they just copy off each other all the time. So That's I mean, very true. 
So, okay, so Marvel Scarecrow was March 1964 in Tales of Suspense number 51. I think I think Scarecrow's earlier. I've done a Hero Zero on Scarecrow. Uh, I think he's 50s. Made his debut in World's Finest number 3 in 1941. 41? Oh, yeah. see now. <laughs> you, ha- you, ha- you, have, you have 20, 23 Copy years cats. on us. So, <laughs> we were just perfecting it. So, <laughs> here we go. Born in Rhinebeck, New York, Ebenezer Lawton was raised by an alcoholic mother who beat him viciously. Um, and after the beatings, her guilt drove her to give him presents. Okay? Right. So, okay. learning that rewards followed punishment... Ebenezer began deliberately misbehaving to receive beatings. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of a... It's a very classic comic book origin. Ba- parents are bastards. Leads the child to become a villain. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm also very okay with that psychology. I think that's interesting to use that in a character. It's, I'm very intrigued about what his power... I know nothing about this guy, so... <laughs> I'm intrigued about where this is going. Oh, like it, it, it's, it's weird. It is strange, um, and it, it, it kind of ramps up all of a sudden. But we're still in the origin at this point. So, okay. um, Ebenezer was a naturally flexible, double jointed youth um, who once okay. saw a quote unquote rubber man performing at a travelling carnival, and he became obsessed with emulating him. Um, right. So okay. a contortionist, basically. Um, so he saw. loves two things. He loves presents after getting beaten up by his loved ones, and yep. he loves contortionists. Exactly. Um, okay. No mention of anything to do with scarecrows yet. Let's just be clear about that. Very <laughs> clear. No mention whatsoever. He hasn't even been in a field. Uh, training himself almost incessantly, uh, Ebenezer learned to twist and bend his body into numerous unusual positions and perform various acrobatic stunts. This um, is such a weird origin. He went to the circus once and now he's training forever. Like It's like Batman who just decided, <laughs> just like, I'm going to train forever now. It's just like this series of dominoes that leads to a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he went to the circus once. Now I will devote my whole life to this thing. So he grew into a socially stunted young man. Um mm. The abnormally flexible and agile Ebenezer worked as a sideshow rubber man under the stage name Umberto the Uncanny. Uh, <laughs> Umberto the Uncanny. <laughs> that needs to be workshopped. Surely that needs to be workshopped, even a little bit. Even a little bit. Bendy Boy. There you go. Be- Bendy Boy's a great one. <laughs> um, so a brief audition of his abilities gave him a job at a local live variety show. Uh, yeah. So... During one of his performances, Connor, Iron Man entered the theatre. Oh my, it's like America's Got Talent. This is going to be amazing. Okay. Iron Man is the golden buzzer in that scenario. Everyone knows that. So Iron Man entered the theatre in pursuit of a criminal who he observed robbing the ticket vendor outside. Very small scale I mean, crime for Iron Man. For Iron Man? Sorry. <laughs> this is a big convoluted. Iron Man wouldn't give a shit about no, that. Generally, no. But <laughs> Hey, small crook, I'm going to blow you up with my missiles. I'm going to explode your cells. <laughs> um, seeking publicity, 
Ebenezer stopped the thief with a simple acrobatic move, it is described oh, as. Um, a, a little flippy flu. A little bit of a flippy flu. So yeah. as, as Iron Man carried the criminal away, you might think here Ebenezer would be like, oh, maybe I could use my acrobatic powers for good. Well, I assume that he's after stopping crime. Yeah. And now he's thinking, wow, that was an endorphin rush. I feel good. I feel like I've helped. They might let me join the Avengers. I'm now in with Iron Man, who's apparently now, like, Batman for <laughs> some reason. a friendly neighbourhood Iron Man. <laughs> friendly neighbourhood Iron Man. Everyone's favourite millionaire. Um, I think that I could use my powers for good. That's where I think it's going. Lawton realised the criminal potential of his abilities. Sorry. <laughs> How? He was just like, oh, I can do crime with this. Class. Because he likes being bad, Connor. Oh, sorry, you're dead right. And actually, every time you commit a crime, you get a prize. Yeah, exactly. He's a big fan of that. Um, so, what did he do? He stole a flock of trained birds from a fellow performer to assist him in his new costumed criminal guise of the Scarecrow. Sorry. You can't just steal a flock of birds. I, I'm going to put my foot down. You cannot just say... I'm going to steal that flock of birds and then I will control them. Mm. It, I would assume that you, if you take, okay, let's say he gets away with the big cage, like he's carried a big net and it's full of fucking birds. Yeah. And he has one little string like a big balloon and he's carrying them around behind his back over his shoulder. Even if he gets out of there, the minute he releases those birds, what's going to happen, Sean? Going to get his eyes pecked out. Going to get his eyes pecked out when they're all flying away. <laughs> True. But he's very good with crows. <laughs> he's very flexible. <laughs> in both body and in spirit. So he embarked on a life of crime. One of yeah. his early victims was multi-millionaire Tony Stark. Now Tony oh. Stark, for those that aren't in the know, is the secret alter ego of Iron Man. Yeah, they're everyone's favourite criminal who stops neighbourhoods uh, <laughs> crimes. <laughs> so after robbing Stark's penthouse, the Scarecrow discovered some plans for cutting-edge weapons. He decided to sell them to the Cuban military, but not before squeezing a few more dollars from Stark. <laughs> Honestly, this man is all over the map. He's... <laughs> He's a well, bit of everything, isn't he? he have connections in the Cuban military. <laughs> he's he's a contortionist with a big flock of crows that he yeah. somehow controls, and he also is not a under like he's not above just robbing someone and then going pay me to get your stuff back. Fuck you. Here's yeah. the Cu- Cubans. Come here. <laughs> I've got some good ideas. Well, Lawton uh, offered Stark the opportunity to buy back the plans. Um, They met up at a harbour and Scarecrow took the briefcase full of money and left in a boat with the plans. Surely Iron Man just turned up in his suit and would just arrest him immediately. Possible. So, but but he, he, the the secret identity was still secret at this point. So he couldn't just Ah, rock up. The Scarecrow sent it to Tony Stark directly. Okay, fair enough. Um, However, as Iron Man, Stark followed the Scarecrow. He just suited up and yeah. he he sunk the ship 
belonging to the Cuban Navy. <laughs> and after that, he had to go back to Crime Alley. <laughs> but I'm out here sinking ships. <laughs> I'll just kill all of these people. It's fine. I'm Iron Man. Um, before he could fall uh, at Iron Man's hands, the Scarecrow fled to Cuba. And he hid out there for a while. How? Like, what? He fled Why to does Cuba. He have, how? Yeah, but who does he know in Cuba? He'll make friends. He's very socially awkward. This is the first time we've heard of Cuba and this man. Not once in the report was it even mentioned he'd ever shown any sight of interest in Cuba. Well, I, le- I have good news for you, Connor, because it's never going right. to be mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> was this just a way to write about the comic books? He's in Cuba. He's he, not a troublemaker he's, anymore. He, he's gone to some farm on Cuba. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, he got flushed down the toilet to the farm in Cuba. <laughs> so, year, years later, um, he took part in an unsuccessful mass supervillain attack on the wedding of Reed and Sue Richards, um, which would eventually, would obviously be stopped. Um, I'm assuming he was the leader. Uh, no, he was a he was a small player in that whole a, thing. A very small player. I'm assuming he maybe didn't even get one word of dialogue. He was probably one of about fifty faces in the background. They pro- yeah, they filled him in. They used him to fill in some crowd scenes, basically. Yeah, makes sense. Perfect. So after that, he joined the Magia. So he joined Marvel's version of the Mafia because he has connections. Because he has not connect- only in the Cuba, but now he's got connections in the Magia. In the Magia, so Italy, presumably. Um, yeah, and he he battled the X Men alongside such storied characters as Eel, Plant Man, Porcupine, and Unicorn. Sorry, just really quickly, Wolverine. Wolverine, or just shows up. Wolverine shows up. What's the guy that's good at bending going to do against anyone that's on the X Men team? Jean Grey shows up. What is Bendy Boy going to do when Gene Grey takes over his mind? (laughs) He's going to do his best, Connor. He's going to baffle him. Oh, how is he bending his elbows like that? (laughs) He's just (laughs) double-jointed. Wolverine cannot be killed or harmed and has a healing factor. And this guy (laughs) is double-jointed. Well... Maybe that's not a fair fight to put him up against Wolverine and the X-Men. So the next thing they did um, was uh, Scarecrow was uh, kind of conscripted as part of a team to raise some hell, basically to just show people, make a presence of villains, basically. Um, They were defeated, this team, by Captain America and Falcon, um, sparking Scarecrow's obsessive hatred of Captain America. Oh, I forgot. What is with Captain America and just spawning really bad villains who are like, God, I hate him. I'm his arch nemesis and he doesn't even know it. They're all claiming arch nemesis status. They're, and they're all no match for like a tenth of Captain America. One hope. Even Baltrick the Leaper. He was the closest we got. Yeah, the man who can jump ten feet in a single leap. <laughs> who can beat him? A man that can jump slightly high? Or a bendy boy? <laughs> so Cap's going down if either of them show up. Cap's going down. So what they did, they placed Scarecrow in solitary confinement for nearly a year. Um, and after he escaped, he went on a killing spree. 
Um, oh. he, he snapped essentially. He was like, "Big Captain- change, you are." <laughs> Big change. Big change. Yeah, he's to killing Remember people. what I said? It ramps up real quick. <laughs> yeah, he go. He went straight from just low time crook to mass murder. Almost so quick, no one noticed. Um, yeah, almost. So he went on a killing spree um, until Captain America again captured him, which he was not pleased about. Sorry, just um, Captain America, his arch nemesis. His arch nemesis. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mortal enemy, Captain America, <laughs> later captured the Scarecrow. Um, just barely. Just barely. He barely got there alive, did Steve? Um, so he was imprisoned in uh, a place called The Vault, um, where he eventually escaped. And then, after that, they put him in a psychiatric hospital. Uh, like- I feel like this is getting a bit close to the bone, Sean. <laughs> so he was put in and he committed further serial slayings in there. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Seeking to free the fear within his victims. Okay, um, look, I'm really... You're really <laughs> lighting on the edge of copyright here, lads. <laughs> it's so on the nose at this point. It's like, just go as far away from the word fear as possible. Why would you bring that in? So, he was defeated by Ghost Rider. Other um, arch, arch nemesis Ghost Rider. Other arch nemesis Ghost Rider, exactly. Um, and he was left for dead. A demon from hell versus one bendy boy. (laughs) Who will win? (laughs) So he was rescued by an organisation called The Firm, who basically, they're like a a suicide squad that works in the shadows. They just have a load of villains on their payroll, basically. What The Firm also did was that they gave him superhuman abilities. So now... Now we're talking. You're going to like this, Connor. Uh, Here we go. They instilled in him to the ability to feed off and generate fear in people. Okay, no. See, now, what you've done there is you've annoyed me. You started with you're going to like this. Yeah. Got my hopes up. Imagine what I'm that's going, like. I, I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you. The fact that Marvel were not sued over this is astounding to me. <laughs> it's very similar, I will say. Um, but... Dying in another battle with Ghost Rider. (laughs) (laughs) This time I have him. Scarecrow was resurrected by the demon Blackheart. Blackheart is Mephisto's son. Oh, so he's like, he's like um, smaller demon, but trying to impress daddy. Trying to impress Big Daddy, Big Daddy M, correct. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, So he sent uh, Ebenezer's disembodied spirit to possess the dead body of Barbara Ketch, who is sister of Danny Ketch, who is the ghost rider at this point. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and is this ghost rider having relations with his sister as well? No, that's only exclusively the original ghost rider, Nicholas Ketch. That's Cage. only Johnny Blaze. Okay. <laughs> um, so, following the battle, um, a harrowing battle, where Danny Ketch had to defeat his dead sister, uh <laughs> That's Which is big. technically fine. <laughs> Actually, that's not even technical. That's just... I mean, it's fucked up. But it's like, fucked, it's, yeah. It's, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, he was once again cast into hell after being defeated by Ghost Rider. Um, yeah. He's 0-1-3. Later resurrected um, and was then sent to the raft. Um, <sighs> like, he got resurrected to be sent to jail. Pretty much, yeah. Like he, it was resurrected, caused some mischief, got sent to the raft. Um, 
What I will say is that uh, there was an event in Marvel Comics called Fear Itself. Basically, cut, no, listen to me. Listen to me. Don't Go shake on. your head. So I, I rolled my eyes and shook my head. Nobody could see that, but I was already preparing for the worst. Go no, on. So basically, do you know the story of Thor Ragnarok? That Odin's secret child comes back and takes over Asgard. Yeah, and it's Hela in the film. Yeah, basically that. Um, there's, it's a different child in the film or, or in the comic, but whatever. Um, the only reason I put this in is because it caused chaos on Earth, right? Because gods were fighting and everything like that. Scarecrow, um, in the chaos, um, tried to kind of take over New York with his army of crows. And during all of this, ends up fighting Wolverine and dying. <laughs> Right, there's one thing I love on Hero Zero is when we have an unreal character that doesn't realise that say a small scale. Yeah. But the main thing I hate in comic books is someone who shit but thinks they're great and constantly tries. So, like we've mentioned him before, the Ringmaster. Ringmaster. The man can control anyone and make them do anything. He just wants to run a circus. (laughs) This guy. This guy can do nothing, very little, and he has no real ability other than owning a few crows that for some reason he can control. Nobody knows why, he just can. Crows don't run on fear, you couldn't even bring that into the storyline, he just has them trained through, I'm assuming, animal acrobatics. (laughs) But now, he's fighting Ghost Rider, and Captain America, and the X-Men, and now he's got 1v1 Wolverine, and he's died at least five times, Sean. You can't keep him down, he's friends with Mephisto's son. He's like, ah, do me a solid one more time. One more, one more, come on. (laughs) Honestly, I promise I won't kill someone again. (laughs) I won't possess a dead body or whatever. (laughs) Um, So the next section I have is the powers and abilities. Um, So he has a mutated pheromone. So Scarecrow, I'll be honest, you could interchange this with the DC wiki and it would still make sense. Scarecrow yeah, I was thinking that. is able to secrete an odourless pheromone into the air that can affect the adrenal gland of most beings within a distance of 20 feet. The pheromone triggers intense panic attacks and causes his victims to experience intense and irrational fear. Uh, he is also able to cause the same reaction in a number of animals, including crows, and the pheromone he secretes affects his adrenal gland as well, though in a different way. So it makes him... So he's not even immune. You what? He's not even immune to his own thing. No, but it affects him in that, like, do you know the way he get, he get like he's rewarded for doing bad things? Yeah. Feels good doing it to people. Okay, but can I give you a different idea that they definitely should have done instead? Yeah, go ahead. Why don't they just do the opposite? There's an episode of Batman the Animated Series called Never Fear in which Scarecrow takes away people's fears instead of adding to it. So how you skip copyright for the character that loves to do bad shit to get rewards afterwards is you give people no fear. And so then they're like, I'd love to rob a bank. I'll go rob a bank. I have no fear of consequences for what will happen. Surely that makes much more interesting sense than just copying and pasting. That is very, very true. I did not consider that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just have him secrete something that takes away everyone's fear. 
That that is very yeah because that would cause more havoc than making people afraid. Because everyone then just decides to do whatever they want. Yeah, and then like his motivations make sense. You you are giving Marvel in the sixties a lot of credit here, Connor. I must say, Jesus Christ! I mean, just one little rewrite. Just even somebody just looks at the story and goes, "Why don't we flip it? Why don't we do the opposite that'll get us copyrighted?" Look, I'll be honest, lads. The other one's been around for twenty five years, and it's been madly successful. Quite famous. Quite famous. The other one. People are going to know what we're doing. We can't. We can't get away with this one. <laughs> You think there was one guy like guys? Honestly, they're going to find out. <laughs> um, Stanley's there with a cigar. Would you stop, kid? It'll be fine. It'll Give be him fine. more fear. This is the Marvel method. <laughs> um, so he also has superhuman strength um, because of the uh, pheromone and things like that. He uh, can lift between two and ten tons. Um, That's pretty good. He can run at superhuman speeds, a top speed of 65 miles per hour. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah. But he, that's only with the thing in his system. Yes. That's okay. That's like at peak, basically. Um, he At his peak, he's also able to exert himself for up to 24 hours before the buildup of fatigue toxins in his bloodstream starts to impair his abilities. So he has unreal endurance, basically. Right, so he can go for 24 hours straight, basically super-powered, before he has to take, like, two days off. Yeah, and just, like... Yeah, he gets kind of a hangover, and he's just like... Yeah, okay, that's fair chips. enough. <laughs> so, really, if you were any hero, you would just wait it out? Yeah, you would just... It's like, I can, I can go 48 hours, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we just stop fighting for 12 hours, we just wait it out, everyone go to bed. When we wake up... We'll just get them then. <laughs> we'll just that'll be we'll we'll manage. There's fourteen of us. It's fine. <laughs> He's scarecrow. <laughs> <We're the X-Men. laughs> um, he also um, has superhuman agility, superhuman reflexes. He has virtually instantaneous response in terms of reflexes. Um, okay, and that's pretty he good. Also ha- he has a regenerative healing factor as well. Oh, see now that's he's a lot more superpowered than I originally thought then. Yeah, like, and most of it is due to that, like, uh, experimentation that the firm did on him. They, like, juiced him up with a bunch of powers. Before that, he was just a man with some crows. So, I'm... I wish he'd stayed like that. (laughs) Much more interesting. Um, So, uh, he's also a professional contortionist, as we said. He can escape from, like, locks and chains. He's an expert bird trainer. uh, Apparently... When did he learn to do that? I don't know. It's never mentioned. Learned on the job. That's it. That's the just, you steal some crows, you get the bird trainer license. You start off with a hundred crows, you work your way up. <laughs> you find a peak crow. Sure, there's some rough days, but you, through a montage of training, you grow to love the crows. And, <laughs> and they grow to love you. <laughs> um, and then just on his equipment, um, he has trained crows... Uh, so <laughs> train crows. He's trained them to perform a variety of actions through hand gestures and tone of voice. They can attack right. targets. They can defend him, um, and they can carry objects. And in, right. ter- in terms of weapons, he usually carries a pitchfork with which he attempts to disembowel people. <laughs> 
<laughs> this guy is all over the map. He's an absolute he has, mess of a character. Like, he just has everybody's origin at once. <laughs> just all slammed together. What uh, do we have? Pitchfork? Yeah, that'd be good enough. What do we give him? Crows? Fucking crows. His name's Super Scarecrow. Power? Surely the crows would avoid him, though. Nah, nah, no, don't think about nah, it. Nah, <laughs> no, 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 it's a superhuman, superhuman speed and agility, so he's able to catch up with the crows, so they can never get away. <laughs> yeah, he can fly as well. Yeah, yeah, he can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the, he can regrow stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got mutant genes, obviously. Like, we're not dumb. Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Oh, and look, if I had to put a, a, an amount he could lift... Somewhere between two and ten tons, maybe. <laughs> just off the top of my head. Just maybe eight tons on the reg. Um, and then, just on his one to seven rating system, um, he has an intelligence of two, strength of four, speed of three, durability of four, energy projection of three, and fighting skills of four. That intelligence is too high. <laughs> it should be a negative number at this point. A <laughs> negative number. Um... So, which do you prefer, is my real question, Connor? Is it the DC um, Scarecrow, the shit one, or this one, mm. the peak? Well, I, to be honest with you, I've constantly thought Crane is my is my go-to Scarecrow. Yeah. Because he's the only one I'd ever heard of. But I feel like you've opened my eyes here today. That there are alternatives. Yeah. And that the alternatives are clearly better characters, more well-written, Absolutely. and just with more structure and layers as characters <laughs> um, like the other one yeah psychologist he creates fear he plays off people's emotions psychologically wounds people this guy has a pitchfork that he stabs people with and a hundred crows at his back I gotta go with Marvel Scarecrow as clearly the resident Scarecrow it's the only that's the official recognised Scarecrow of this podcast I've kind of now. taken the other Scarecrow out of canon in my head. Out of all canon. <laughs> Out of all canon. I've never seen anything with a right scarecrow until this moment. Well, I'm I'm glad we could uh, accomplish that today. I'm glad that's <laughs> recorded, that you've said that. I think that's going to be handy in the future. And <laughs> I would just say, how many crows does Jonathan Crane have? Fuck, he's got none. You're dead he's right. Got- he's never trained a crow in his life. <laughs> you, you put a crow in front of that man, he wouldn't know what to do with it. He spent all his time doing character development. <laughs> Not enough time training crows. No, this man, my scarecrow, has just lost and died a bunch of times and now he's probably fine. <laughs> ah, John the Great never died. No deaths. Oh, where's the where's the trauma, Connor? Where's the Yeah, where's, where's, the, where's the story? <laughs> crow as a character did your guy go from regular man to crow having superhuman I don't think so <laughs> what an arc what a glow up <laughs> Sean would you like me to take us out yes please Connor um, we don't normally do characters that shit but uh, <laughs> this is Hero Zero and thank you for tuning in if you liked what you heard you can give us a like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on um, give us whatever stars it just really helps us out with the algorithm um, and if you feel like we need to improve on some send in a comment let us know um, and most importantly just tell what human being we exist just we're on all the social medias they're all down below underneath the show and we do movie reviews, TV show reviews of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going to be doing a Loki review in the next few weeks over, over on our Patreon. But don't That's tell anyone, Patreon. keep it low-key. Keep it low. 
he won't be there um, and so um, it's patreon.com forward slash here's for higher podcast if you go over there now for less than I think it's five dollars a month so it's like 390 euro I don't know what that is in pounds I don't but um, it for, for a month so it's like buying one coffee what you do is you get access to every movie review we've ever done since like 2019 which is a whole bunch of movie reviews and just most importantly as I mentioned try and tell one human being that we exist just the one thank you we'll say it again Sean so I have been Connor Lawler I have been Sean Lee I will see you next week guys bye bye even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.